some creativity. creativity for the society. The Process Podcast. That's rad. It's the Process Podcast, episode 32. Mr. Watson, what yeah. is what? What is up? Um, not much. I realized Jeez. earlier today I was watching um, uh, Steve O's podcast. You know, Steve O? Yes. From yes. Jackass. I, I didn't know he had a podcast, though. Steve O's Wild Ride, and it's in a van. They, they have this, like, van. Ooh. And they, he's got him and his two guys that, like, run it, and he has oh, people man. on. Um, and he's only on, like, episode 29 or something or 30 right now. Really? So he's How also, long has he been doing it? A few months now. Oh, yeah. He doesn't have it like every week or every day. I was going to say, he seems like a bit of a busy guy. Being yeah, a, he is a busy guy, yeah. A celebrity. He's a celebrity. Yeah, he's had some oh, pretty wild people on, though. He had really? Tommy like, Leon not too long ago. Really? Yeah, which is kind of cool. Has he had um, uh, Mike Tyson on? I think he did have Mike Tyson on because he, he, <laughs> really? he, he knows Mike Tyson. <laughs> oh, they're, like, like they're, buds. they're buddies. And same with what? Tommy Lee. Steve-O's buddies are some pretty big guys, yeah. Man, can you people. imagine being friends with Mike Tyson? It'd be, yeah, it'd be kind of intimidating. It'd be really intimidating. It's like you invite Mike Tyson over for dinner. Yeah. And mom's like, here, I made, I made, I made chicken fingers for dinner. And Mike Tyson's like, man, chicken fingers is my favorite. That's I pretty love good. Chicken finger. I love chicken fingers. That's pretty good. That's basically, pretty good. I uh, beats Mike the shit Tyson, out of the chicken fingers. It's like. That was the again. sound of me beating my chicken fingers. All right. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Episode title, beating my... I was about to say beating my meat, but that's not very appropriate. <laughs> that's that's even friendly. worse. Or friendly. It's Did you get worse. up to anything interesting today? Still shopping for cars? Uh, I've just kind of backed off on that, to be honest. I've, really? I've, yeah, I've explored all turkey? of the um, of those cars nearby in the price range i've either contacted them mm. haven't heard back or too expensive or whatever but me and my dad are yeah. going tomorrow to go test drive a more expensive one just for fun Ooh, just for fun Why just because we haven't seen one up close yeah um, still the got same, to, same, got to same drive porsche one. yeah 944 944 so just to see so we can you know we have an idea of what a, a more expensive one that's feels fair. like so you can, you know we can gauge it but it makes sense it makes sense it's just something to do i suppose um it was kind of like what we did when nick and us like you nick and me all went out that one day and nick let us fly the drone mm-hmm. and i was like oh i got i gotta get me one of these yeah that was a day and thing. uh flew the drone for the first time this morning and it was beautiful yeah Perfect. i i really want to get one and then i want to get like like a little like little laser guns and laser oh. receptors, and we can put them on the drone, Whoa. like laser quest, but with drones, like yes. dogfight them. <gasps> Dude, that would imagine? be epic. That would be super cool. That would be gnarly. Some, it, someone's drone would break, though. I guarantee it. Eventually, someone's drone eventually, would break. but like, but it would be so much fun. It'd be a lot. It'd be a lot of fun, though. I'm not. Gonna I lie. personally, I would love to do it. Or go get those I'd, like RC planes, but the cheap ones that are just made out of foam, and I put them on oh, those. Oh yeah. We totally could do that. Yeah, and then dogfight them. Oh, that'd be so much fun. Did you ever watch um, Top Gun, Tom Cruise movie? Absolutely, yes. It'd basically be like that, just with drones. 
Yes, that's exactly it, actually. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, they're like training, training to be like dogfight dog pilots. pilots. Like intent, yeah, dogfight pilots. That's what it was. Yeah, they're competing Man, for know. like who's the best, basically. Oh, yeah. It was on TV who's yesterday, the... and I saw like a brief clip of it. That's, that's the reason why I bring it up. It mm. was in my brain. I basically did nothing today. Yeah. I went out, went out, and I flew the drone in the morning, which was fun. Dad and I went out. Then I came back and went on a run, and that was like an hour and a half, so that was fine. So it's lunchtime, basically. I'm like, okay, it's fine. I'll work for like six, seven hours, record the show. Life's good. And go on to my laptop, and all I'm trying to do is open SolidWorks. And we're connected through a VPN at work because we got a lot of like sensitive information and whatnot, I guess, like a lot mm-hmm. of big brain things going on. Right. And dude the the license for my SolidWorks runs through the VPN through the network, mm-hmm. so if the network isn't working effectively, I can't log into SolidWorks. Mm. I can't open SolidWorks, which is a real pain. And today, SolidWorks was solid doesn't work. It was terrible. Uh, you like that joke? Yeah. Solid doesn't work. I've been holding that in. That was good. Been letting it stew like a good fart. But uh, interesting yeah, analogy. Oh my gosh, I thought so. Finally, at like 4.30 p.m., I got the laptop to work and got SolidWorks working for about 20 minutes. And then my Ethernet decides to not work on my computer. Oh. And I'm like, I forget it. I made probably one page worth of this document that we're trying to build out, like an assembly guide for the products. Got literally one page done all day. Nice. I was like, this is ridiculous. Nice. The, very very annoying chill day i guess yeah pretty chill i've day. done i've done pretty much nothing cannot oh, lie so we're the same boat cannot lie the the process the current state of trying to find a job and getting denied or just not yeah. getting answers back puts puts you in a very bum mood you said you applied to napa auto parts the other day yeah you tried calling them um not yet no Call them like they, they like, got it yeah. they got the application i'm just waiting hmm. i would call them and be like hey my name's zach i'm a i'm an automotive designer from humber college and i'm just looking for looking for a job like i submitted my application but i i just wanted to make sure everything's good under the hood use like a car analogy with them <laughs> yeah they're like i, yeah. I want to put things into gear and like get working <laughs> with the company you know yeah. Just like be a real keener. Yeah, kind of. It's sucks. a job at the end of the day. Making money is the important part. Yeah, kind of. It kind of sucks because I guess I'm in that really just sweet spot where I'm apparently not qualified for a design job, but I'm apparently. overqualified for like just a regular job. That annoys me so much. So it's like I don't know where I'm supposed to work. I saw something like that on LinkedIn the other day. I think you might have showed me something like that too. Yeah, I think so, yeah. Where some girls like, I think it was a girl. It was a lady that had posted on her thing. And she had spent like a stupid amount of time and a stupid amount of money like going to school, getting her education. And then she she lost her job due to COVID, right? Yeah, she was at a design job and then they had to let them go because of COVID. Yeah. But and, and then, then other uh, places like that she applied wouldn't take her on because they shot, thought she was going to leave because she has all these credentials. 
Yeah. Right? Is that is that how, how that it and out? like all the design jobs were telling her she doesn't have enough experience. Like she was applying for jobs that were literally the same position, same work as the where she was already at. And they still told her she didn't have the right experience or the right qualifications. Mm. So she's been looking for jobs for like six to eight months and just got no's from everywhere. Feeling <laughs> so pretty yeah, relatable. Yeah, pretty relatable. So it's kind of it kind of puts me in a bum mood. So I haven't really been up to much to be honest. Yeah. I've just been trying I mean, to look for jobs and apply to a bunch and I applied for one. It was like a bit moji designer for Snap. For Snap Inc. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got I got a no back like within it was oh. weird. I got like an email at like midnight. Oh man. It's like why They're are you sending me now? Graveyard uh, shift over there. Straight up like no. Sorry, but no. What does it take to be qualified as a Bitmoji designer in the first place? Oh, fucking like, no. I don't know. Who, 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 I don't know. But on, on the job thing, quickly, all the applications to jobs that I sent out, I either heard nothing back or got a no. The only mm-hmm. reason I have a job now is because some guy reached out to me on LinkedIn and they like, they, and they only knew about me through the school's thesis, like the thesis show. Yeah. At, uh, in end of may or whatever it was they three were years the ago spo- at this point it's like Feels a decade like ago, ago at this point they were one of the sponsoring companies that's the only reason mm. why they had my contact information at all and like i didn't even apply to the job they were like do you think you'd be interested in doing this for us i'm like yeah like i don't see why not if you're gonna pay me then i'll do it nothing wrong with that but that was like the, i never applied for the job it's got to feel just, pretty it, nice. It kind, of, it kind of like fell into my lap in a very yeah. serendipitous way. It's got to be pretty nice though. Pretty nice feeling of people offering you, hey, would you be interested in this? And you're like, actually, it nice. yes. <laughs> it does feel nice, but it, it also nice. scares me to think like if I wanted to go out, not if, when I want to go out and get a proper design job, like in a studio or something like that, mm-hmm. how practical is that even going to be? Like, Cause it's not like, yeah. like all the places that I applied for like the first three months of the pandemic got all no's back. And whether that was a no because of the current circumstances surrounding the world and the planet, maybe, or was it cause like the portfolio that I had wasn't up to par? Maybe no way of knowing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Cause you just hear nothing back. I got a few, I got two emails back saying no, because they were oh no it wasn't a stream no they were saying that they were like uh pausing the um process of the interview process or whatever the oh. hiring process due to covid oh really but they were like but you know after it continue after it continues again if you know if your skills or whatever if you look like a good ca- yeah. candidate they will get back to you and i got back so i was like whatever it's a no either way but yeah Yeah. i don't know it's kind of scary yeah (laughs) it's like severely intimidating it it is because it's like um like how do i like yeah i can sit at home and like do my own personal projects and try and just get better and and get and try and come you know work on some better projects to put in my portfolio to make it better Mm-hmm. but it's still good it's a good mindset to have you know i want to do that right now i'm in a bit of a bum mood so i haven't been doing it but even that's if i did that process. exactly that's where you get me that's where i can vent uh mm-hmm. 
if I can, you know, even if I do that, I still don't mm-hmm. have any more professional experience, professional projects in my portfolio yeah. anyways. Yeah. But it's like, it helps they, you out, but only to an extent. Yeah. But then when they look at it, it's like, oh, you don't have, you know, enough professional experience. So it's like, how the hell am I supposed to get professional experience if I can't get a job? Yeah, exactly. And like the catch 22 is you need experience to get your first job. But it's like, but wait a second. Yeah. Wait a second. Well, that was one phrase I, I, I'm going to take responsibility for, for coining. It could have mm-hmm. been said by anyone else. I didn't hear it from her. I just thought of it. Uh, that's probably why it's not written the best, but I was going to, I'm going <laughs> to use this phrase in some like poster design thing that I'll work on eventually. I like that. Um, but it's. Sell it on the process podcast website that we yeah, set up. That'd be funny. Ironic, wouldn't it? Um, yeah. But it's, you know, how can, how can I join? A, uh, how can I join an industry or how can I get into an industry that already expects me to have experience within the industry? Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Like, you know what I mean? It's really tough. It's really defeating, honestly. Because <laughs> you're is. like, how, you know, it's like, oh, well, you don't have, yeah, you have your bachelor's, but you don't have five years product design experience already. It's like, no, because I just if, graduated. And yeah, they're like, like, well. If you count the bachelor's, that's four out of the five, but. Yeah, and then it's like, well, you got like, you know, go get a. Oh, you're going to need some like product design experience before, you know, we would consider that. And it's like, well, where the hell am I supposed to get that experience from? Because yeah. they won't hire yeah. me because I don't have any experience. It's it's, it's ridiculous, to be it. honest. I hate it. Because like I would I would love to be applying for these. I mean, I still you still can. I applied for a job at Trek Bikes back at the beginning of the pandemic. Yeah. Sent them my portfolio. To be fair to myself, it wasn't the best portfolio that I could have made. And I know that for a fact. So I ultimately didn't get the job. They, Trek was diligent enough, though, to send me an email and say, like, dear applicant, like, thank you for applying, but we've decided to move on with other candidates. So it was at least good to hear back from them that yeah. it was at least a no. And I know that. But I can't remember where I was going with this. But even on their application, it was like two to three years professional experience or like and a bachelor's of industrial product design or a related design degree. Yeah. So whether that's like graphics or something. Yeah, like, something like that. Something yeah. along those lines. But like, how can you start at an entry level? How can you list an entry level position that expects that expects not more entry than level entry level experience? <laughs> yeah. Like an entry yeah. level position is called an entry level position for a reason you're starting out. Yeah. So therefore the qualifications to get you that job should not be above that tier, right? Yeah. It, physically, physically, verbally, and mentally does not make any sense. No, and it's one of those things too is like if I if I had experience, if I had like between 4 and 10 years design experience, mm-hmm. or like 4 to 8 years yeah and like i wouldn't be wanting to apply to an entry level position it's like well i wouldn't consider eight years entry level yeah no so like what when you're asking as an entry level position to have like five years experience how can you expect 
to have a designer to apply for that job without experience and expect an entry level position and entry level like pay. Yeah. No. Like how you know what I mean? But it's 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 weird because I can I can uh, if I'm in the, put myself in the shoes of the company. Mm-hmm. Obviously, you want the best work you can get. Yes. Right? Obviously, that makes you sense. Are, you I get hire it. Hire the best people. It it's makes, business. Yeah. That's but business. but like how can you get more people in the industry if no one can get in? Like. Yeah, you're going to have that every once in a while. There's those, um, you know, people right out of school that are just like God tier already. Yeah. You get like rare, just very talented people. And you and look they at do like this. They are out there. Yeah. Like you see on Behance all the time. You see one, you're like, you know, especially the car ones too. If you go to like yeah. a big, a school that's like known for it, like prestigious in the world. Mm-hmm. And they've already done like, um, like sponsor projects from like, actual car companies and they've done internships every semester at these car companies and you're yeah. like you look at the work and you're like how the hell like at this point like, where it's like, did you come from it's like pick and choose where you'd like to work god like yeah honestly. geez you know but it's like it's a lot of the state schools too like ccs art center yeah but it's like 99.9 percent of people aren't that yeah agreed so it's like where do you you know you know i was kind of it kind of reminds like at this point i just want to like like you know okay don't give me the job yet give me an interview mm-hmm. let me let, let me, me come in and talk to let you. me get yeah talk to me you know let me like explain like you know kind of explain myself a little bit yeah like yeah i'm gonna suck up to you maybe but like of course that's let me there. like tell you what like you know what i mean because like i'm the type of person i just want to learn like i understand i'm not a high level already but like yeah. I just want to like get better at this point. It's like, bruh, if I can get being a, if you, you know, give me the job. Yeah. You don't have to pay me like pay me more than minimum wage, but don't pay me like all these other designers. I get it. Fine. Mm-hmm. Let me just be in the studio room. I won't even touch any of the design. I will go get coffees for every, all the other designers. I will print anything out. They want, I will go and like, I will mop the fucking floors. I don't care. Let me just sit in the studio and just watch them. What if it's a carpet? Would you still mop the floor? I will vacuum it for him. There you go. I will, you know, I, I don't care. Like just, I'll go get the sandwiches for lunch. You know, I don't care. Just mm-hmm. let me like sit in that studio and just like soak up all of the, mm-hmm. all, all the work going on. Let me just look to see what they're doing. Let me get some professional experience. Like that's all, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it reminded me, I was thinking about that earlier last night when I was trying to fall asleep. And, you get uh, good ideas when you try and fall asleep. Yeah, it's because you should never sleep, and just you should always just try to sleep. This might be my ego. This might sound really ridiculous, but like I'm trying to fall asleep, and I'm trying mm-hmm. to think of ideas of like things to talk about, whether it's for the sh- for the podcast or just have conversations with you or interesting things I'm thinking about. Mm-hmm. I picture myself on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> right. Big, talking about big win. Talking about. Like this sound, this is going to sound really dumb and corny. I get it. All right. But I picture you and me on like Joe Rogan or like a podcast where we already have like the company, we have BDC going and we're talking about how we run the company and we talking about, that's how I picture like how I get my ideas out in my head. I like Um, your vision. I like your vision. (laughs) Fuck with the vision. It's important. Um, I think it's important to have a vision like that because then you can make that a reality. 
like we had the idea of the podcast to be a reality, right? Yeah, it seemed crazy at first, but now we're episode 32. Uh, But it reminded me, uh, one of the, because I get like Top Gear magazines um, every month. And uh, one of the old ones, I remember when the new 4GT came out. And it was the magazine where that was on the cover. And I guess it would have been a couple of years ago now. But um, I remember the article in that, that in that magazine um, might have only been like a year or two ago, actually. But uh, the article in the magazine, they're talking about how like secret of a you know project it was internally in Ford. And um, like it was like only 20 people knew about it in all of Ford. Like none yeah. of the like executives or anything. It was like their design studio was like in the basement of the building where it was like yeah. security guards guarding it. You had to go through metal detectors. It was like fingerprint scanner, like, <laughs> like top just to get into stuff. it. Top secret. Only like the designer, the head lead designer and the designers working on it. And the engineers knew about it. Like no one else. That's awesome. Um, I think it was that article where they were asking like lead designer or something about people who wanted to get into that job mm-hmm. as a designer. They were like, what's a tip to like, yeah, eventually get to the point where they can work on something like that as cool as that yeah because that's, and he's that's like, the dream right yeah exactly and i'm i remember the quote in the article him saying um he's like you got to do whatever you can to get inside the studio he's like hmm. if it means mopping the floors hmm. you have to do whatever you can to get inside the studio just to watch just to look you know what i mean Hmm. like if you really care about design or like that or anything really and i'm just like and you get to watch a professional in that craft like not even do it yourself you just get to watch them and see how they work see what they come up with that is like the most valuable thing right Hmm. like like we're sitting in in auto class and watching bruce do a sketch that was like if yeah you could just watch and be like oh wow that, that guy can sketch a car really well mm-hmm. if you're really sitting there and you care and i'm watching it and i'm looking i'm not looking at the overall like oh that's a nice sketch i know he, obviously i know how to, he, he can sketch <laughs> you know mm-hmm. it's obvious yeah, this is instead Bruce i'm about. sitting there and i'm looking at it and i'm watching what he's doing and like mm-hmm. how he's doing it how he's thinking you know that's that knowledge that you're trying to soak up right yeah so you just got to be a sponge, man. You got to be a total sponge. Totally. And that's the thing. That's why I just want to be like, oh, I just like, you know, pay me just a little bit. I don't even have to touch any design stuff. I just want to, I just want to watch. I just want to be a part of the team in yeah. any way. Like even, I don't want any credit for designing anything. I just, again, I'll go get, go get the coffees. I don't care. Just yeah. let me like, see what your, like your inspiration board looks like and how you guys handle that. Let me look at like how you do the re like user research research let me look at how you guys ideate and how mm-hmm. you develop a concept and like just how everyone works like let me just watch that i want to see it you know what i mean yeah i no, i i totally i totally agree with that and i'm totally like on the same wavelength because as, as grateful as i am for the job that i have and i'm re- like beyond grateful to have these people that i work with trust me yeah. And be willing to pay me and like time after time and again, and be so patient with me as I learn their industry and their business mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's not, it's not a design job, right? Yeah. It's, we offer a service, we offer a product, we can 
customize said product to the customer's needs within our constraints, but I'm not designing stuff for them, designing stuff for the company. But like eventually that's going to run its course and there's going to be, I was like, oh, well, we're just going to make another document for the sake of making another document so Dylan can bill for 16 or 20 hours, whatever it is. Yeah. What is something then that we can do like here in Canada, in Ontario, right? Because go, going overseas at this point, Iceland tickets are still available. We still could go to Iceland for a week. Is there any We're design stuff sp- in Iceland, I wonder? It's got to be... Probably. It's got to be like a few studios or something. Oh, for sure. There's a lot of art stuff, I know. Yeah, really. Co- which would be really cool. Like that guy in Abstract. Yeah. What's his uh, name? O- Olafur... Olafur... O- Olafur... Something Sin. Something Sin? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, he has, he has an art right. studio in Iceland, though. Yeah, he has a bunch. Yeah. He has like an LA, Iceland, yeah. Germany or something, and whatever. Somehow, yeah. I don't know. He's got a few. UK, I, mean, I think. Well, whatever. But like, what can we do here for ourselves to get into something like that? Like, who's someone that we can reach out to here locally and say, hey, do you mind if, like, or would we be able to set something up where we come in and, like, see what you guys do? You know, like we're recent graduates of industrial, like of product design. We're curious, we're eager, but we just like, we just want to look around. Like we want to see what you do, you know, dip, dip our toe into that pool, so to speak. Like who, who is, who is around here? There's Umbra obviously downtown. Yeah. Um, which I've been to a couple of times. Have you been to Umbra, the store? No, I've never been. No, it's, it's pretty cool. Umbra's downtown. Um, there's a lot of, there is a lot of design places, you know? Yeah. I just, I don't think anyone's reached out. We haven't reached out. We know that for a fact. That's why we're talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, it, it's one of those things I just wish. It's like, I know, like, you're only going to interview the people, like, the top few that are, you know, actually interested. But, like, just, I don't know. Just, like, let me, let me talk at least. Like, yeah. I know, you know, people be like, you know, it's like, I want to, I want to talk. I want to explain my portfolio to you. I don't just, don't just look at it. Like, let me just talk about it. Let me talk about yeah. what, what I'm interested in and what I think I'm good at and why I think, you know, I, I could be a good fit. And I know, I know, like I can hear like our prof's voice or other people being like, well, your portfolio is supposed to tell portfolio should speak for itself, speak for, speak for itself. And it's like, I know, but like, you know, my portfolio isn't going to have a sense of humor. Ultimately. No, exactly. And it's right? like, it is that personality, right? Yeah. Like my personality, my style and design right now is like very, you know, I don't know. It's very minimalist, I guess. Mm-hmm. It's Such stuff as like, you are, but you it's only sleep. You sleep with half a blanket. <laughs> just just one half. Use one, it's a quarter. It's a quarter. It's folded into a quarter. <laughs> it's just um, a tea towel. Yeah, but it's like, I don't know. It, it'd be cool just to sit down with someone and be like, "Look, I, mm-hmm. you know, I know, I know, I don't. I'm not fully qualified, but like, dude, I'll just, you know, don't give me a lot of responsibility if you don't want it. Like, I, I'm, I don't have the confidence I need right now. Yeah, I don't have that like designer confidence. Yeah, I haven't worked on anything big that's professional. Like. I get it. You're not going to just hand me the whole project to do, but like, let me just 
be a part of it somehow like i'm sure i can help somehow i have at least the least i've got is ideas <laughs> like yeah you know what i mean like i would just like let me sit down with the team let me come up with some ideas and, you know i don't know it'd be but i don't know it's scary it's scary would you consider like if we sat down one day and like ran through like or figured out a list of people that's like within say three hours driving distance in all directions like out your way west and then out east my way yeah gives us like a pretty pretty large radius of places to explore per se and just like shot people emails be like yeah we could even do it as a duo like we're like we're a team per se not that you're going to hire both of us but it's easier to just have two people go in as opposed to having to make two different appointments and say mm-hmm. like we've got we got this podcast that we do. We're recent graduates, blah, 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 blah. We don't have anything to lose for all intents and purposes. Wow. Like there's physically nothing to lose. And you literally never know. That's the exciting yeah, thing. That's the thing. You, 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 you know, you don't know at all. I mean, it was like, like yeah. when I got the email or when I got my, my internship for school, I sent, I sent the guys in Australia an email and it just happened to work out because I was willing to make it work out. I was like, I will come and I'll work for you. I'll do it for free. You just have to say yes and sign my papers. I was just about to reference that. I was going to say, I was like, I literally remember, you know, I remember you telling me like, oh, I'm working on something cool. I'm like, oh yeah, what are you working on? I was like, well, you know, there's (laughs) this, this podcast I've recently been watching, you know, these two Australian guys. I'm like, that sounds rad already. And you're like, they got this like kind of inside joke kind of thing, you know, and they were talking about 3D printing it and they didn't know much about it. So I was like, I just reached out and told them, hey, this is what 3D printing is like. This is how it works. This is what you can do. And then you're like, you know, I'll just I'll just do it. I can do it. Yeah. Send some sketches and you're like, oh, they put it on on their podcast, like my sketchbook pictures. And and, you know, you you had it and they're like, you're talking about, yo, you're going to ship it. And then you're like, I'd really like to come in like hand them to you in person yeah you know and they're like yo that'd be really cool right they're down for it and then i remember i literally remember like coming out of my room and you're sitting on the futon couch yep right beside my door and i remember you saying like do i ask them if they would consider having me as an intern oh shoot dude i remember this this is this was a freezing cold day yeah and i and 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 we had the window open i think (laughs) Yeah, at, like, it was, at, like, at it was like negative five in the basement. Yeah, at night. Yeah. Um, and you're like, do, do I just ask him? And I was like, do it. Like, you you never yeah. know. Like, you literally never know. I was like, what do you have to lose? They say no, but like, you know, fly over there and hand them the things and they might have you on the show for a bit or, you know, you make some cool yeah. friends. But like, if that's worst case scenario, that's pretty sweet, you know? Yeah, it's still but, good either way. But other than that, they can just be like, yeah, sorry, we're not taking interns or whatever but mm-hmm. whatever right you never know and then actually you know it worked out and it escalated pretty quickly you know yeah and that was all because i sent an email at the end of the day i was all because you reached out and you were like hey so maybe in that way think about it, maybe we should reach out That's <laughs> to what I'm places saying. like it's it does pay off and i think the the main reason that people get the feeling that it's such an elusive thing and like it doesn't happen to happens to like one in a million people yeah it's like it happened to me because i was willing to make it work Mm -hmm. they're like well how how do you expect to live here for for four months i was like well i found your i found the studio listing 
because at this point they had just bought the studio. I said, I found the studio listing on like an Australian retailer's website and downloaded the floor plans on it, <laughs> figured out like the livable, workable space. I was like, I, I need nothing. I need a bed to sleep on and that's it. I don't even care if it's a blow up mattress to do that for four months. Who cares? I'll do that. It's worth it for the experience. And man, I like, I made up a, an example grocery list and like what the cost would be from the local grocery store, from Woolies, from Woolworths. I, um, made them like a little graphic presentation of like how I proposed myself to live with like a little mood board of like these really compact, like tiny house type living quarters with like minimal beds and stuff. I was like, dude, I'll do it. I'll yeah. do whatever it takes to get there. And I remember Tommy, it was Tommy and Josh were the Australian guys. And Tommy sent me an email one time and he was like, uh, it was after I'd sent him this document and I actually left uh, the auto studio early that day to go home and work on it and send it out, mm. send out this uh, PDF. And then he emailed me back and he was like, like, Hey Dill, it's, it's super inspiring how willing you are to make this work. I'm like, yeah, that, that's what I'm trying to do. I'm just trying to make it work. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to have this like be a thing that can happen for the both of us ultimately, like for both parties. I get something out of it. You guys get something out of it. We, we all get a great experience. That's all that all happened because I sent them an email and I totally remember that day. It was freezing cold. It was like still snow. And it was like still three feet of snow outside in the basement, watching game of Thrones all day. Mm-hmm. And I was like mapping out like how realistic the cost of it, of everything was. Yeah. Like, okay. Flights like a round trip in total is going to be like two thousand, two and a half thousand dollars living there for four months is going to cost a significant amount i gotta buy food i gotta figure out how i'm gonna get around phone plan like there's a lot the the farther i looked into it there was a lot more that went on and just in terms of money and like logistics like what am i gonna do on a weekend i don't know figure it out right but if i hadn't done that and if i hadn't asked you like should I send them an email and like ask for like ask if they'd take me on as like a design intern? Yeah. If I hadn't even asked you that, it may not have happened. Well, I don't want to take the credit. I think whether or not yeah. you asked me, I think you would have done it. I think so. But still. But, but yeah, I was like, what? Well, yeah, fuck. It was like that yeah. encouragement from you made me like, yeah. okay, no, we we can do this. We can do this. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I think, I think I think we can yeah. do that here. We I think so. Do that here. I think I I would hope that again like shows the initiative. Mm, it's like you time. know a studio, some some person gets an email, they go to like their the owner, or, like lead designers, like we got these like email from these kids that like you know they're looking for a job at, ultimately, but like they just want to like you know come and just chill and like kind of be part of the team and get a, just some experience, just some professional design mm-hmm. experience, like. They came, reached out, and they said, you know, they they made the plan, and they, you know, they're yeah. willing to drive over and check it out and everything. Yeah. I would hope they'd be like, you know, okay, maybe they actually care. Like we're not mm-hmm. people are just like pay us because we want money. We think we're sick. It's more like they're like guys, like we get it. We're not sick yet. <laughs> you know, we're, yeah. You know, no one knows our name. No one, you know, our you know our portfolios don't scream experience or anything like that. Yeah. But I don't even have a portfolio. 
but it's like I don't even have one. It doesn't exist. <laughs> but it's like, you know, at least we're 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 actively trying to do something and not just sitting around and hoping that they, you know mm. they're not going to reach out to us. Yeah. Unless you're famous and you're or they know you, then like yeah, you know you got you got to be the one to reach out. So yeah, maybe we should do that. To be honest, I, th- I think we should. I I really want to um. So one of the places I sent an email to, but didn't really hear too much back like a while ago. That was for an internship actually in third year. Um, oh, yeah. But I've been kind of meaning to email them again now, but I don't know. It might be, it would probably be a little difficult, but probably a no, but is that Can you say what the place is? Um, Digital extremes in London. Oh yeah. Uh, London, Ontario. Yeah. They make, yeah. they're the developer for one of my favorite games called warframe um oh they're the developers of that game i remember and i I really want to email and be like it's like the closest i think kind of job task i could do there closest to what we went to school for would be like concept design Mm -hmm. um which is totally doable again not saying that i'm a master at it nowhere near but um I'd love to learn and get more into it, you know, but um, that could always be and a it, place. It may be that the only way that you do learn and you do get better is by being next to people who do that all the time. You know, like you exactly. feed off their energy. You're like, oh, that's that's how you do that kind of thing. And then you start replicating that process and then yeah. you put your own spin on it and then it becomes like part of your tool belt. Exactly. Exactly. Use that term. And I think it'd be a really cool place because they're, like they're like in our smaller studio and they're proud for being Canadian and you know, they just seem super rad to be honest. What was it called again? What was it? Uh, Digital extremes. Digital extremes. I'm going to, I just think right now they probably like, I don't know how with all COVID thing, they might be like working from home at this point. I'm not sure. But, um, Ooh, it just popped up right away. Digital extremes. But they just seem. I remember owned by. I remember owned by Liao. Yeah, I remember when I sent them an email for an internship last or more than a year ago, I guess. Um, I asked them because they didn't have a job posting. Like they have job postings on the website, but they didn't have one for like concept design thing. But I sent them emails, be like, "Hey, I'm a design, you know, third year designs, industrial design student. You know, I'm looking for an internship, blah blah, kind of, you know." saying like yeah i'm not you know we're not directly learning concepts or anything like that but it's something i really want to get into really you know love learning new things and and i even said i was like one of the sales i was like please be selling point i was like saying i was like you know you know i really believe industrial design could bring a different like like a a fresh new kind of look to a different a different perspective a different perspective um blah and i i heard back from them they said they don't have any internships spots available. Like they're not doing interns, mm-hmm. but um, they would get back to me if something like they would speak to the lead designer. They would for- oh, really? forward my email to the to the design uh, area of the company, I guess, and um, see what they had to say. They never got back to me, but but even that was like okay, but cool. Still. You actually at least you forward my email. I think to. Like the leads on come, that'd be kind of cool, you know, but yeah. So I'm just on their website now and their job posting thing and they have 
I want you to pick one of these. I'm, I'm, I'll list them out. And then I want you to pick one that we can like read into and see what their job application thing okay. entails. So there's an environmental artist mm-hmm. or environment artist. Mm-hmm. And these are all for London, the London location. Yeah. There's an environment artist, intermediate senior effects artist, layout artist, forward slash world builder, level designer, um, senior graphics programmer, technical designer, game designer. Out of those, it would either be game designer, environment artist, or uh, level designer. Because, right. yeah, the others are a little more... Um, like environment artists would be like concept art, concept design. Okay, let's let's do that. Let's like see you know what you here. know when I sent you those um pictures those moody, from mo- was it pictures? John Sweeney or something? The guy who did con- he's a concept yeah. artist, lead concept artist on uh, the Last of Us, those games. And I sent yeah. you those those in, uh, environment kind of concept art shots. That would yeah. be concept art and environment artists. Like you're building the environment oh, for the game. Okay. Um, Makes sense. And a game designer, that's pretty broad, I guess. But I want to look into this game designer because this this one seems okay. Because the game designer, so, I remember the game designer program. They have one at Waterloo, Brantford, and our Laurier. Sorry, and um, uh, Waterloo, Brantford. That makes no sense. Laurier, Brantford. Sorry. There you go. Um, they have a game design, and the, for that description of that program, I was trying to get my brother to go back to school and take that actually. It's not like coding. It's like coming up with the story and concept and like Ooh. building that as, as a game, at least that program. So if they if that's what they mean by game designer, that could be really rad. Hmm. Environment artist, even though that'd be maybe a little more concept art. But then level designer, sometimes like when I, um, like on those uh, cyberpunk episodes, mm-hmm. I've been showing you the one some of the, one of the guys I always talk to at CD Projekt Red, who's a level designer. Yeah. Sometimes it like it doesn't seem like it's literally like CAD or like programming. It's more like level design, as in like visual design of the of that game kind of thing. Oh. Sometimes I guess I don't know. Again, I think it's more of a broad term, so I don't know. But. Not bad. Interesting. Interesting fact here. Digital extremes has been consistently recognized as one of Canada's top 100 employers. Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so environment artist. Um, I'm going to ignore the about, the why work at Digital Extremes, about the position. Requirements. This is for environment artists. Mm -hmm. One plus years previous experience in the video game industry. University degree in visual arts, the specialization in graphic design, commercial art, graphic comms, cartooning, or completion of a college diploma program in graphic arts. In which case, odds are we'd probably be fine with an industrial design degree. Yeah, it's that one I would imagine is a little more art-based. Yeah. But, um, but yeah. Like, the main experience with substance products highly beneficial probably some kind of a program modeling programs like max zbrush and photoshop mm-hmm. um above average ability to model texture and optimize props and assets for a state-of-the-art next-gen game engine so other than like the technical stuff 
and your your skill and your ability, your soft skills. You apparently for this position, they're like one plus years of previous experience. Game designer is four plus years of game industry experience, of which two, at least two, has been in a designer level capacity. Mm. And you need to have shipped a minimum of one title in a gameplay designer capacity. Fair. Three plus years of design of experience in design or related roles would be great. The more titles you've shipped, the better. That makes sense. That's more if you're, desi- game if you're designing a game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. The level designer requirements: willing to relocate to Canada. Check. <laughs> Fair enough. Um, solid knowledge of game editors, previous experience working on AAA titles, um, work self-directed when necessary, meet tight deadlines, aptitude for learning for learning new software. See, there's no no that um, would we could do that. Apparently, there's like, yeah, I don't know. That'd be so rad to work as like a some sort of design job on a game. Oh my god. Yeah. Talk about dreams coming true since. 10 years old since like ever <laughs> that's, especially on a, the, on a game i love too that'd be so sick yeah now the perks of working at digital extremes competitive salary with bonus opportunities they're getting a lot out of us There's, we should be getting paid for this no pay no say yeah i know um, <laughs> what i'm interested in is oh they got fitness and parking transit subsidies well that's kind of cool Daily lunches prepared on site by your in-studio executive chef and professional kitchen staff. Oh. All-day snacks and drinks, sleep pods, massage chairs, cold brew, brew. This is where they got me. I was going to say. Dog therapy days. Dog therapy days. Yeah. Yes. Even just on their website, it looks like a cool place to work. Yeah. It really does. Like they got a picture of their office here, and dude, I'm just like gonna some guy in a, just gonna fucking some guy in a Winnipeg in a Winnipeg Jets jersey, and talking to some chick behind the behind the glass, and like they're looking at something, laughing on a computer. Yeah, it's probably a staged photo, but like still, <laughs> yeah, probably, uh, yeah, dude. I'm just gonna apply for that level designer job. Fuck it, go for why it. not? Why not? You have a portfolio. You have a portfolio. I have a portfolio. Yeah. I think if you don't, you're doing yourself a disservice. It was posted on September 17th. However, the post is still up. So un- it's unclear whether or not they found someone. Yeah. Right. But like at the, at the same point, like why, like what we were talking about before, why not? I literally can't lose yeah. anything other than maybe a little more yeah. sadness of hearing no. But like, but again, I would rather hear a no than just nothing. But, uh, I think the rejection, the act of actually getting rejected in this sense, where someone says no to you, just makes it over time easier to deal with. If you hear no like a hundred times, it does suck, mm-hmm. but it's better than hearing no just like once or twice. Yeah. Because it at least shows that you're you're trying, right? Yeah, exactly. You're getting somewhere. You're actually like putting in the time, putting in effort and going out there and saying i'm gonna i'm gonna do this and if it does if it doesn't work out if they say no i'm gonna go and i'm gonna try it to someone else Mm -hmm. like when we when we send out an email and we say to some whatever studios are nearby say hey i was wondering if we could like come in and like like chat and like if you could like show us like what you do for like an hour if that 
half an hour. Don't expect much. And say we email 50 places, maybe 40 are going to say no. Yeah. And that's pretty fine. That's totally fine. Because the 10 people that do, it's like we earned those, you know, we earned those people saying yes. And mm-hmm. I mean, ultimately it works out to our benefit because it, like you just, you get easier at dealing with rejection. It's like when we started off getting critiques in school, like first year was you'd get a critique and they'd say, yeah, no, I think your design needs, needs a uh, quite a bit of work. It was soul crushing. To hear, that in first year, to hear that in first year, you're like, Oh my gosh, like I'm a failure. I shouldn't be I'm here. Nothing. Like there's no way I'm gonna be good at anything. Yeah. Then you hear it in fourth year, you're like, Yeah. Right on. <laughs> What's next? Yeah. Is that all? Yeah. You just you you process it easier, I think. Yeah. You know? I think also we learned that it was like it's not a personal thing, it's a feedback thing. And if you yeah. get caught up on the personal of like a no, it's like that's all you're gonna focus on, then yeah, you're gonna hurt get hurt. But uh you gotta okay. just look upon look past and that and just focus on the feedback right yeah that's the important part right yeah and like there could be there could be places that email us back and be like yeah sorry no we uh we don't let like people from outside the company just come in and yeah. walk around like we don't do that and like okay well totally thanks for getting back to us totally understand it thanks for getting back to us appreciate it peace would you like to come on the process podcast and talk about what you do anyway <laughs> yeah because that's the thing that's what i'm like realizing as we talk about this is like we may not be able to get in to this place maybe but if we ever reach a point of like even mediocre to mild success and success is is what you define as your own success mm-hmm. our success is that people just enjoy listening and that's pretty fine whether that's five people or 500 people yeah i'm pretty cool with five people yeah get them in like get whoever the individual is you know that's an asset to us that we get to at least listen to them and talk to them but then like should we get to share it with everybody who listens to the process podcast yeah you go know? that's uh, the beautiful thing go full sell out be like if you let us walk around and see what you guys do we'll uh throw your name onto the podcast a little bit here and there We'll put your name in the title. Sponsor us. Like, it's totally doable. It's a very practical thing, you know, but like no one taps into it. No, I feel like people are too afraid to try, to be honest, sometimes. Because it is intimidating, right? Because like you don't want to hear no and, you know, you don't want to have a company be like. They don't want to hear no, so they don't try. Yeah, and you don't want to get back from company like, why would you let outsiders just look at our like work like what why mm-hmm. would you do that and you're like oh no actually whatever we understand we get it we're just asking you know yeah it's like I'm it was it was sorry <laughs> you answered you answered the question yeah you know it's all good no worries no not hurt no hard feelings i get it just wondering yeah and yeah, that's the thing and if they say yes then well that's great like don't let us Hell be sick. like don't let us inhibit you doing your job on a day-to-day basis no that's not what like, we want you know like even if we just come in and like you give us like a little tour, that's pretty cool, you know. Yeah, it's like you know, if we can't get um, professional like work experience, we just want like some experience. Yeah, you we just want I mean? to talk to people. I'm sure we just want to talk to people. Maybe get a little opinions on how like how we could get in, or get our foot mm-hmm. in the door, you know, and make some connections. 
be like, you know, yeah. connect with you guys on LinkedIn or, you know, make some connections while we're there and get a little bit of experience that we can take and then, you know, hopefully apply to some stuff and, you know, build it's our experience. Making, like making the connections, right? Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah. Honestly. You know? It's like as, as corny as networking sounds and the whole idea of networking, as corny as that sounds and it seems, and it's a, it's a very common cliche, like trope, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's remarkably true and remarkably like applicable. You know, I was saying to a friend the other day, I was like explaining uh, to, 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 to the boy Jake about like oh, LinkedIn. I was like, are you guys, are you on LinkedIn? Like, did you have to, cause he's in like a business program. I was like, are they like making you get up, like make a LinkedIn profile or anything? He's like, no, no, no. What is it? And I was like, it's like a professional, <laughs> <What is> it? <laughs> professional social media connection based, you know, site, yeah. whatever. Uh, but I was like, I was like, yeah, at first I thought it was super corny and we had to do it for a project. Right. Yeah. We had to make an account. I was like, I'm just going to delete it afterwards, whatever. Like it's super corny. Mm-hmm. And then, and then next, you know, I'm like connected with like the lead designer of coding. Like, like first degree connection. It's like the fact that I can just like message guy if I wanted to like, yeah, that connection is like, okay, this is cool. You it's know, insane, isn't it? and the amount of stuff, you know, and again, like, you know, the saying it's not what you know, it's who you know type thing. Big time. That's, you know, it's important. Mm-hmm. Like, that was another reason why, going back to the Australia thing, that was another reason why I went or why I was so adamant about going there was because, A, I get Tommy and Josh and Mason as a connection and I get to understand their industry and I get to work with them consistently for four months and there's learned so much from that experience yeah almost more than I ever than I ever did in school yeah learned more from that job experience but it was also the people that I met when I was there like so like some of the people that I met there like through the through the show through client jobs that we were doing I would tell, I met the late, I met a lady at the, at the airport and like when we got stranded in Vancouver and then she was all like super gung ho, like, Oh, come like, come over and meet the family and everything when, when you land and when you're all settled. So I did eventually like over like two and a half months into the trip and was telling her and her husband, they're like, Oh yeah, well we did a, we did a shoot with such and such a person last week. And then we have like these two people coming up on the podcast this week and they're like, wait a second. Like you met this person and that person. Like we watched them on TV when we were like kids and it's right. Yeah. That's cool. It's a weird, it's a weird thing of like, I'm just this outside random person who knows quite literally nothing about that whole celebrity industry in Australia and like all these business people that are apparently famous. And then, to meet someone who does know them and they're like, you get, you, you get to meet this person. You get to sit down with them and talk to them and like pick their brain in a way. I get to at least listen into that conversation yeah. firsthand. It's like, dude, that's insane. It's a cool experience. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Like one of the guys that we, that I, I went, okay. I went on a morning walk with one of the guys who, you know, Seth Godin, remember mm-hmm. Seth Godin from uh, yeah, yeah. school? So Seth Godin has like this online school 
for like business entrepreneurship leaders called the Alt MBA, which is basically an alternative to a master's in business, yeah. something or other. Um, and through this online course class system school that he has set up, there's like coaches mm-hmm. and like online coaches, something or other, like personal, not personal development coaches, but like entrepreneur, entrepreneur coaches. And one of the guys that I met, Pete Shepard, is is one of those people, you know, and just went on a casual morning walk with him and Josh. And I was like, even just getting to talk to him for like 10, 15 minutes. Like this is a guy who sits down and has Skype calls with Seth Godin. That's sick. And if you don't know who Seth Godin is, then finish this podcast and then go and Google Seth Godin, buy one of his books and read it. Doesn't he have TED Talks? Oh, go so ahead. many TED Talks. Go watch those. I this remember written. Watching. This guy's made a blog post like every single day for the last like 10 years. Yeah. 10, 15 years. Something ridiculous like that. 10 out of 10 would recommend The Dip by Seth Godin. Very good book. But like I would not have gotten that experience if I had stayed here in Canada. Mm-hmm. Maybe my connections would have been more local and more applicable if I had stayed here. But the caliber or even the network of people would not be the same at all. No. Without a doubt. And it's one of those experiences you would have never had, right? Like would have never had. Just as just as a memory. Just as a memory thing. Like Yeah. Knowing that you went there, that's worth it. Hundred percent. It's pretty gnarly. I want to go back. I want I want I dude, I'm considering moving there. Like I'm thinking about it. If I was like thirty. Move uh BDC over there. Yeah. We could. BDC Sydney Studio. Oh, dude. Just one of many studios under the BDC branch. I think we need one in Melbourne, too, because Melbourne's pretty great. Let's have one in Melbourne, and we can have one in, like, London, England. Yes. Then we'll have one in Iceland, and then we'll have one in L.A., one in Tokyo. Ooh. Like to have one in Vancouver, Berlin, maybe cool. just have them Berlin. everywhere. Thinking of the design hotspots, like, we need one in South America somewhere, Toronto, like Argentina. Is there big like the design in stuff in uh, where, where I wonder South where the design hub in South America is? Hmm, I'd say could be Argentina. I don't know. I honestly don't. I'd know. say Ar- I'd say Colombia or Argentina, to be honest. You know how, like, when you think of like the states, it's like New York, LA. Canada, mm-hmm. it's Toronto, Vancouver. Toronto, Vancouver, and Montreal. Maybe Montreal, it. yeah. And then, like, think of like Scandinavia. It's probably like Denmark and Sweden. Yeah. And then you've got Europe. You got like London, Paris, Berlin, Austria somewhere in Austria, yeah, maybe. Somewhere in there. Uh, then you obviously like Tokyo. Yeah. Dubai. Dubai now, yeah, definitely. Yeah. You know, so I wonder, it's got to be like somewhere in South Africa too. That's got some wicked design stuff. Probably in, in Joburg, in Johannesburg. Probably, yeah, probably. I think. And then I wonder, yeah, South America, I wonder where the big, it's uh, curious, isn't it? if anyone knows where the big <laughs> design yeah. hub in South America is, that'd be cool. I just, you know. If you're, if you're listening from South America, then holla at you boys. 
let us know what's up. Oh yeah, because we want to know. Any of those, curious. any of those places would be so rad. Honestly, right? Maybe Moscow too. I wonder. Moscow's got to have some crazy design stuff. Probably, it's probably. I feel like it's probably all controlled or pre-curated in a way. In Moscow, yeah. Russia, Maybe. Russia. Oh, Maybe. I want to go to Russia, man. Russia seems sick. Really? Yeah, I love. Like it. what part of Russia? Like Moscow, Russia, or Moscow? Um, yeah, not Siberia. No, I'm not looking to try and test my survival skills. No, thank you. Um, yeah, is that or uh, Saint Saint Petersburg? Where's Saint Petersburg? North. I think it's like the nor- most northern, like big city in the world. Oh really? Like the largest population that far north. It is Saint Petersburg. That sounds right. This would be really embarrassing. I have, it's no, like, I have no idea. I don't know my Russian geography i only know it because of uh, uh top gear oh to, back to the whole car thing to be honest with you that's how i learned my geography yeah really? st petersburg yeah, yeah yeah okay oh yeah um, what's its population for something that far north 4.991 million that was in 2012 so it's definitely Holy more Moses. than that um i'd argue that it's a little less than that now we got this cute little thing called covid Russia seems to be getting smacked. Five star hotel averaging $126. For some reason, it's a sketchy five, five star. star hotel and $126 S- doesn't go together. 17 hour flight starting from 1600 bucks. That's not bad. Uh, 17 hour flight's pretty soft. They got really good architecture, like classic architecture in St. Petersburg. Oh, really? Um, I, like the, I like the sound of that. Classic architecture. Uh, Hell yeah. Speaking of classic architecture, or speaking of architecture in general, um, do you remember the 30 by 40 design workshop guy that we used to watch on YouTube? Absolutely. Haven't watched in a while, but I did notice he's building something. Yeah. I think he's building a... um, A new studio or something? It's either like a residential place for a client, and he's like filming the whole process, Mm. or it's a studio. Yeah. I saw... Yeah. The only thing I saw, I think a thumbnail for the video of him saying that he's building something. And he called it something, and it looked cool. Yeah, that's that's going to be one of my videos that I watch as I fall asleep tonight. Dude, oh, to I love his studio, though. Oh, my God. It's so nice. It's so, so damn nice. His videos, too, are top-notch. I would love to get him on the podcast. Eric Reinholdt. Or if we can throw a comment. or Does he have an email, a contact thing? I'm pretty sure he does. I'm pretty sure he does. Email him back, hey, Brad. Hey, bruv. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what? We could totally do that tomorrow. Like, just send him an email. Be like, hey, we have this podcast and we think, we're not at a point. Yeah. We're not at a point where we want to have guests on because, like, we haven't figured everything out. But we wanted to put it out there and, like, put it in your brain. Yeah. That, like, we'd love to have you on the show. Like, we've watched. Yeah. I've, myself, I've watched this guy on YouTube for, like, two and a half years probably so far. Yeah, no. Okay. Here's a little story. The day that I found Tommy and Josh on YouTube mm-hmm. on the podcast was also the same day that I found this guy, mm. which was the winter, the break between semesters in third year. Wow. Like uh, between first and second semester, the Christmas break. That's sick. And it was like, it was freezing cold outside. It was snowing. It was probably like four feet of snow in the backyard. Yeah. It's like a good negative 18 outside, nice and brisk. I'm just sitting at the table, 
kitchen table, just sketching, just doing my thing, watching YouTube on the iPad. Good times. Really good times. Yeah, that'd be so no cool. No responsibility. Oh, man. Ugh. That guy's dialed in. I listened to a couple podcasts with him. Yeah. That guy's dialed in. Yeah. Like, ridiculous. Just like looking at his studio, how organized everything too. It's just like, God, oh, man. I think I've noticed more. Like, it's not that I'm like super organized type person. I definitely mm. have some form of OCD though. You do a hundred percent because you are, you are 10 times more clean than me. Some things with, with some things like right now I'm looking at my desk, like it's got a few boxes on it right now, but like when I'm working or something like sketching, I have the paper in front of mm. me, all of the pens, pencils, markers that I'm using like ordered in a line. Yeah. And then I have like my phone over here, my drink or everything. Or if I have a bunch of things beside, I like line them up. <laughs> yeah. Really uh, cute. Well, anyways, but I notice more and more when I see really organized like studio spaces. Oh, yeah. oh that just that gets me going, man. So when I see his videos and everything's just organized, it's like ugh, everything's got a place. It gets you going. <laughs> I fucking love that. It's like when you watch Adam Savage and he's got all of those like wheeled carts for different things for different tasks and like his his big thing is like that first order retrieval Mm. love that that stuff you break down first break down first order well i guess it would be like that means like if you had a if those who don't know be like if you had a tool belt right and Mm -hmm. you'd be like you put all the tools you use the most on your tool belt so they're always there yeah so i guess he he when he's working on stuff orientates all the tools around him so that the stuff he uses the most he just is like the easiest to grab yeah you just boom so you grab it efficiency i like that efficiency 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 in design too is an important thing mm-hmm. that's a whole topic in itself that's another topic for another day 100%. it's a big deep dive big deep huge dive. deep dive there let's get adam savage on can i email him oh, dude i goals. would be such a fangirl <laughs> If I don't I, know what I do. I don't know either, but I just, I would, I think if the first like, half an hour, I'd be like, dude, I love you. Like, you don't understand bottom, how much of, of like, how, how, in, how much of an impact he's had on me growing up. Yeah. Were you a big Mythbusters kid? Huge. Yeah. I remember watching it all the time. I remember the, the shows I remember watching the most, that would have been around anywhere from like grade three to now i guess mm-hmm. is like especially when i was a kid i remember watching scooby-doo um <laughs> mythbusters and how it's made Man. like the golden days of discovery channel was how it's made and mythbusters oh, so good right i can like hear the how it's made theme song in my head right now. yeah <laughs> yeah with a little that, spring that, that pops out yeah yeah the girl's voice too yeah. This time on how it's made. Yeah, exactly. But that and MythBusters, man. Oh my god. So yeah, no, that would be, oh, that'd be so cool. But he's a busy guy as well. well so he is. But long term <clears throat> goals. But he's also goals. very passionate about sharing knowledge and experience. So yeah, I think so. I think once we can grow this to a point that it is makes it feasible for both people, right? He's not just coming on to some nobody's podcast and just chatting with them for the sake of it and then they get like a huge spike of downloads because adam savage's name is in the title and then everything this person does after that is well we'll never live up to that you know i mean 
maybe you would think that, but I, I don't know. Like I, I feel like from what you see when he goes to like Comic Con and stuff, and he'll do, or like when he just meets people, and he just yeah. genuinely loves talking to them, having a conversation about like design or models or anything like that. So I think any just as a conversation, he would just like like if you ran into him and he wasn't busy, and you're like, yeah, do you want to get a coffee and talk about like our favorite models from Star Wars or something? I feel like you know what I mean. Yeah. Like he's that person who genuinely loves that and loves talking about it, right? So it's the people you got to surround yourself with, the people who like love love their shit and like love what they do, you know? Yes, big time. Yes, hundred percent. Got to get around it. Mm-hmm. That's a good. That's love a good it. way to good way to cap this bad boy off. I think that's and a if really you love what you nice do. Way. If you love design, send us an email. Hi dot the process podcast at gmail.com wackeries at what's our instagram it is the process underscore underscore podcast it's a double underscore beautiful we got a new snip beautiful. it up go check it out oh yes snippet number three yeah. i believe yeah talks about don't do too much too fast mm. you know good chat important f- from episode 21 i believe that is um, so like if you that. want to go back and listen to the full episode, you can, because we have it. Episode 21. Can't remember what that one's called. Oh, no, I do remember that what that one's called. It's called Shit on Syrup Doesn't Make It a Pancake. Yes. We're only that. at That's 32, and I'm already forgetting what, it's we, a lot, it, what we talked about. Can you remember 32 individual items? If I were to list off 32 individual items, would you be able to remember them all? Uh, no, I can tell you. <laughs> no, Exactly. You can remember like six, maybe max. Yeah. And on Instagram, like to give a little shout out to uh, to Wayne Peters. If Wayne Peters is listening to this episode right now, Wayne, I'd like to personally thank you for the Vegemite sticker that is still on my laptop to this day. And I hope that that squeegee is treating you well. And for those who don't know, Wayne Peters is one of the fellow Gronks that I met when I was living in Australia. Met Wayne a couple times. Walked right past him on the side of the road when I was with Tommy, actually. And then Tommy turned around and was like, I think that's Wayne Peters. I'm like, whoa, <laughs> man. Because I could, I've, I've heard this guy's name like so many times from Josh talking about him and everything, right. and even on the show, too. He's got the nickname Wombat. It was a good mm, nickname. That, is, I like that, that nickname. does sound like a cool nickname. Like if you're a um, jet fighter pilot. Yeah. Wombat. Yeah, Wombat. that's pretty sick. So yeah, shout out to Wayne Peters. Peter, uh, Wayne followed us on Instagram. And yep. Wayne is an absolutely stellar guy. Stellar guy. Next time that I come back, Wayne lives out in this like uh, this town called Geelong, mm. which if you were to compare it to from where we live, um, it's like I live basically the same distance from my house to uh, living at school, like 45 Right, fifty-ish minutes um, outside of the city, um, and dude, I'd love to live in Geelong. Like, if I, when I see myself living in Australia, I see myself living in Geelong. Yeah, nice place. Big time, yeah, yeah. And Wayne is a Cats fan as well, the Geelong Cats, which is on that little uh, that truck that I got. Mm, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. in Australia, yeah. Zach's got a Geelong Cats truck, and if you don't know who the Geelong Cats are, they're an Australian footy team, part of the AFL. Boom. <laughs> plugged go check it out so yeah that's been the process podcast we really appreciate you listening and appreciate it if you leave a comment 
on Apple Podcasts, leave a review. Do like the five-star thing. It always helps. And if you've enjoyed it, share it with a friend. Tell your friend to listen to the show. Doesn't matter if they like design or not. It's all about just getting the word out there. Yeah. Spreading the good vibes, creativity. Talking about that good cool stuff. stuff. Talking about cool stuff, man. From cars to LinkedIn to OCD to YouTube videos. Mm. It's all good stuff. Oh, yeah. To wombats. To wombats. Interesting fact, wombats do poop cubes. Yeah, they do. It's pretty sweet. I've seen it with my with my own eyes See I, was, I almost i almost picked one up just to prove it to myself that it was real but i didn't Damn, probably yeah. a disease probably yeah ladies and gentlemen thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts yeah, thank you for listening to the process podcast and we'll be back in your ear holes tomorrow peace <laughs>